Hey, podcast listeners. Just a quick note before we get started. This week, we began our message time with a video that was written, directed, and produced by our creative media team here at Epic. To get the full experience of this week's content, we suggest that you first visit our YouTube channel and watch the video entitled, You Are the Answer. That's youtube.com slash theepicchurch, all one word, and look for You Are the Answer. Now on with this week's message. Well, good morning, everybody. So you heard that summarized well. You are the answer. If you're a Christ follower, God looks at you as the answer to the questions that people around you are asking, questions about faith, questions about hope, questions about eternity, questions about purpose, and God has strategically placed you around them to be the answer. So true greatness comes from God's perspective when we serve people, when we help answer the questions that they are asking. I told you a few weeks ago that I believe that Jesus is the hope of the world, and he has chosen local churches to carry that message to a world in need, a world that's dying without him, a world that has lots of questions. So if you think about it, the church globally and locally is God's one and only plan to reach the world. God's one and only plan to reach those people around us who desperately need to know about the love of Jesus. The church is God's answer for the questions that our world is asking. So let me reiterate something I said in that video. If we don't get this right, church, if we don't do everything we can to show people that come around us that they matter to God and need to be in a relationship with him, if we don't go out of our way to love them and welcome them, then there's a good chance those people will spend an eternity apart from the God who loves them in this real place called hell. There's a real place called hell out there that God didn't create for humanity, created for, for Satan and his demons, fallen angels. And yet people who do not enter a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, people who reject Jesus, will spend an eternity there. And I can't stand the thought of that happening. I mean, these are people that we know. I mean, think about the people that you know. These are your family members. These are your coworkers. These are people in your life, maybe on your sports team at school. These are people that you know and love. And if they don't enter a personal relationship with Jesus, if someone doesn't answer the questions that they have about faith, they might spend an eternity apart from the God who loves them. And I can't stand the thought of that happening. I can't stand the thought of someone for whom Jesus died not coming to an understanding of his amazing grace for them. I can't stand the thought of me not doing all that I can to help the people around me take a next step towards God. And I certainly can't stand the thought of people coming into a church, any church, much less our church, and not getting answers, not being welcomed, not being included, not being invited to take a next step in their relationship with God. But, you know, really, who cares what I think? I mean, I'm just a short, bald guy. But I think God can't stand that thought. I think God can't stand the thought of people that he created, people that he loved, people who he sent Jesus to die for, not entering a relationship with him. And I think God can't stand the thought of us not doing everything we can to help them move towards him. I think that's why he has entrusted us with the gospel, the good news of Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus, you've been entrusted with the greatest message of all time, of all time. 
And not only have you been entrusted with that, but you've been empowered with that. If you're a follower of Jesus, uh, Romans 8.11 says, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. So you've been empowered with all the resources that you need to live the life that you need to help people take a, a next step towards God. I think that's why Jesus was our answer, why he came to planet Earth to die so we can live, so we could in turn be an answer for someone else in the questions that they are asking. So if you're a Christ follower, I can't think of a more important thing for you to be involved in than the local church. I can't think of a, a greater for, thing for you to, to spend some strategic hours of your time being involved in God's number one plan to reach the world, God's answer, the local church. I told you a few weeks ago that I was gonna uh, tell you about some opportunities that we have to, to serve here locally. Last week, we were looking at opportunities to serve internationally, and usually that stirs our hearts, and we're like, yeah, I wanna go to Guatemala, and I wanna serve there. There are so many opportunities for us to do that. There are opportunities for us to serve here as well. There are many opportunities for us to get active locally and in our community. There are opportunities for us to get active in our church family. So I'm gonna tell you about a few of those opportunities. So there should have been a card next to you that says you're the answer. So I encourage you to grab that card for a minute and flip it over to the backside. And I'm gonna walk us through some of the serving opportunities that we have here at Epic. Now, let me just give this disclaimer. If if you're just like brand new to Epic, this is the first time that you came in, into to church and you're walking in this morning and you saw those, those signs with those questions and you're like, how did they know that's what I was thinking? Like, I, I want to know, like, will I be welcomed? Will I be accepted? If you're brand new to us looking for a church home or just checking out Christianity, not sure that it, that it has anything to offer you, I'm not talking to you in this next section. I know you have questions, so just hang out with us and, and we'll do our best to answer the questions that you have. And if you would say, you know, I've been coming a few weeks and I'm not all that into Epic, no problem. I, I understand that, that not every church is for everyone, but I do believe there is a church for everyone. So in our county, there's some great churches so if this isn't the place that you feel connected to, find a church in our county and dive in. Get active in what that church is doing to reach their world for Christ. Now, if you come on a regular basis, and this is the place that you call your church home, or whether you use that language or not, you just come here on a consistent basis, I'm going to be talking to you for the next few minutes. So if you look at that uh, first section on the top left-hand corner, it says our connections team. So our connections team, that's the team that greets people. If you were greeted on your way in here today, this morning, you were probably greeted by one of our connectors. So people that serve coffee, people that hold doors, people that stand in strategic positions to help people feel welcomed and included and accepted in this environment. Our connections team is kind of like our frontline offense for answering the questions that people are asking. And they need some more help. Love to have you be active on that team. So in our first service, they need six more volunteers. In our second service, they need six more volunteers there as well. So um, here's the thing. You don't have to be an extrovert to be on our connections team. You don't have to be a very outgoing personality to be on our connections team. If you can serve coffee, if you can smile, hey, let's all smile together. Hey, you're in. You got it. You can smile. You can shake a hand. You could be on our connections team to help someone feel a little bit more welcomed here at our church environment. All right. The next section, our Epic Kids Ministry. All right, everybody listen to this part, even guys. 
All right, we, we say kids and guys go, well, they're not talking to me. Well, I am talking to you because we need some men who'll say, you know what? I'll invest in the, in the, the lives of a, a small group of second grade boys. I'll invest in the lives of a small group of fourth grade boys. So we need men and women to invest in this area. And here's a problem that we have in our children's ministry. We have between 100 and 150 kids that come every Sunday. Amen. You believe that? Awesome. All right. Now, yeah, you can clap. That's really cool. That attests to the job that our, our Epic Children's Ministry team does. When I was growing up, I grew up around the church. My least favorite day of the week was Sunday. Why? Because I had to dress up and go to church, watch somebody put stuff on a flannel graph, and I was bored out of my mind, couldn't stand it. My favorite day was Monday because it was the farthest day away from Sunday. But my kids love church. They love church. I'm like, that's weird. I don't have that experience growing up. But there are so many kids here that love being here. And they want to invite their friends. And they want to invite their family members. And they want to come back week after week. So what a great problem. So guess what? We need more volunteers to help serve these kids. And so, you know, one of those arguments that uh, Jesus' disciples were having about greatness, you know how Jesus answered that? He took a small child put that kid in their midst and said, when you welcome one of these kids, you're welcoming me. When you serve a kid, you're serving me. So working with kids is a big deal in God's eyes. And there's a lot of opportunities that we have in our children's ministry. So uh, you can work in several areas. You can work in our check-in. So checking families in and being a kind of a, a greeter to them. You can be a small group leader, a large group leader. You can lead music. You can do administrative things. You can do some tech stuff. There are a lot of opportunities for you to be active in our children's ministry. They've got some needs. First service, second service. So our check-in area has needs a need, has a need of four volunteers in the first service, four volunteers in the second service. Early childhood needs 14. So that's like birth up to kindergarten. So we've got this other really cool thing happening. Like you guys are having babies. It's awesome. What a great way to grow a church. So keep it up. So we need some great volunteers back there with our babies. Uh, so 14 in our early childhood first service, eight in our second service, later childhood, which is first grade through fifth grade. We've got 10 needs in that area and 10 needs in the first service, 10 needs in the second service. Now, our next two sections, pipeline and surge. So you heard Chris talk about that in the announcement. So pipeline is starting off, that's our new student ministry, to sixth through eighth graders. So it'll be happening next Sunday, second service, as we launch off. So be in prayer for that. We're super excited for that. If you know middle schoolers, please point them in that direction. If you are a middle schooler, we'll have a service for you coming very quickly. And they could use four more volunteers in that area. In our high school ministry, Surge, they could use six more volunteers. Can you imagine if someone would come along, someone would have come alongside of you in middle school and high school to point you in a right direction? Can you imagine some of the stuff you would have been able to navigate around? Some of the things that wouldn't have happened in your life? Some of the pain that you wouldn't have had if you had a consistent role model to help guide you through all the complexities of that? Well, our middle schoolers and high schoolers could use some adults that will do that. Now, in our children's ministry and our student ministry, there is an extra step in the process of, of getting plugged in there. There's an, actually an application and a background check that we do. Why? Because we want our kids to be safe. 
If you have kids, you understand that. If you don't have kids, you understand the importance of that. We pay for the background check. We take care of all that. All you have to do is fill out the application. We'll take care of the rest and help you get plugged in where God wants you to be. Now, here's, here's the thing. Sometimes people have this concern. What if you put me in a spot like I'm no good at it? That might happen for a week or two, but you know what? We're not going to leave you there. Why? Because you're no good at it. <laughs> Why would we leave you in a spot that you're no good? That won't be good for you or the people that you're serving. We want to help you find the right spot for you to be in that spot that, that you can grow and you can pour out out of what God has placed within you. All right, um, our prep team. Our prep team is the team that takes the school from a school, transforms it into a church, and then transforms it back into a school at the end of the day. Now, the guy that you saw in that video, the main character, Jeff, he's the guy that I was talking about in that story. He's the guy whose world was falling apart. He's the guy who was sitting in his garage praying, God, do something. My world is falling apart around me. I don't know what to do. And if you don't do something, I don't know what's going to happen. And he opened up the newspaper. And there was an ad for this weird church called Epic, a church for people who didn't do church. And he was like, what does that mean? And he said, I want to go. He felt prompted by, by the Lord to go. And he came. That first Sunday, he showed up and wanted to hate it. And he, he didn't hate it. He felt included. He felt accepted and he wanted to come back. And so he went and invited his wife. His wife came back. He went and got his kids. His kids came back. He went and got his father-in-law. And his father-in-law said, I'll go once, but that's it, never again. And he came. And that entire family has been transformed by Jesus, by a personal relationship with Jesus. And that happened here at Epic. And then he got very involved and said, you know what, I can help. He got involved in the prep team. So he's been leading our prep team ever since. So they could use some more volunteers. Some people will say, you know what? I'll come and set up or I'll come and tear down so that someone could have a seat and be able to listen to a message about hope in Jesus. And they might actually take a step towards him. So we'd love to have you involved in our prep team. Then on the right-hand side, we've got our tech team. We've got eight volunteer needs there for our tech team. So the tech team is a team in the back. They run the sound, the, the video, the lights, the, the audio stuff, um, they, when I mess up, they try to make me sound better on, on video. If you like listen to the podcast, you're like, well, that, he didn't say that in the message. Like through the week, they, they fix all my mess ups. So it's an amazing team. If you like tech kind of stuff, great. They would love to have you serve there. If you don't know anything about tech, great. They will train you. They'll show you, they'll teach you how to be active in what is going on in our tech ministry. Then our worship team. So this is a team up here every week. I'm so grateful for them. It's a team that helps us learn how to worship our great God through music and more. So if you're musically inclined or, or if you can sing, uh, Evan would love to have a conversation with you about how to be active in our worship team. Now, having two services provides us this great opportunity to do this strategy that we call attend one, serve one. So before we had two services, if someone was serving in an area uh, like Epic Kids, they missed out on what was happening in the service. But we've had two services for about five years now. And what that has provided us the opportunity to do is this strategy, attend one, serve one. So you can come to a service and attend one. And then the next service, you can go serve. So one service is for you, for you to be filled up. The next service is for you to pour out what has been poured into you. So we'd love to have you active in that. So you, you don't have to miss out on anything that's going on. Sometimes people are like, well, if I serve, then I'll miss out. No, you won't. I have an opportunity for you to be connected with what is happening each week here. Now, 
I'm not going to be able to answer all the questions that you might have about serving or the different areas for you to get active in serving. So we've got a spot for you to to ask those questions and to get the answers that you need over at our Connection Center. So if you'd stop there before you leave today, uh, there'll be somebody there that can answer questions about kids ministry or or prep team or our student ministry or whatever questions that you might have. So I encourage you to stop there and do that. Now, in just a minute... I'm going to pray, then we're going to have our worship team come out and and send us out in song. But before we do that, we're going to do this really awkward thing of inviting you to fill out your card. Okay, so we're not going to have music. There's not going to be any creative video going on during this time frame. It's just going to be weird. Just silence, an opportunity for you to pray and process and say, God, where do you want me to be active in your number one plan to reach the world? And so... If this is your church home, I invite you to be active in in what's happening here. And I'm going to give you a few minutes uh, just to fill out your card. There should be a pin close by. If not, steal one from the person next to you. And then just fill out your card. Make sure it's legible so we can read it. Um, Just fill it out in an area that you're potentially interested in serving. And we'll help you get plugged into that. So I'm going to give you a minute for that. All right, I see that most of you are finished. Um, If you're not, you can take a few minutes after the service. So what I encourage you to do before you leave today is drop those cards in our, we've got some buckets that we've got some people are going to be holding some buckets um, on your way out. So drop those cards in those buckets. You can stop our connection center. You can drop it off there. You can get some um, answers to the questions that you you might have. If you need to pray about this week, if you're like, hey, I got to pray about this and really sense where God might might want me to serve. Great. Uh, Spend this week praying about that. We'll have cards next week and give you an opportunity to fill that out as well. And then this week, what's going to happen is our volunteer coordinator, Canader, hold on, let me say that again. Our volunteer coordinator, okay, Angie Manzi, she's going to contact you this week. And then she'll help you take those next steps in the process of getting plugged in. And then tonight, Chris told you about this in the announcement as well, but tonight we're going to have our volunteer kickoff event. So it's going to be here in this room. If you serve, I hope that you'll be there. If you're thinking about serving, I hope you'll be there. If you don't ever want to serve anywhere, I hope that you'll be there. All right, so we are going to have a great time tonight. We're going to have fun. We're going to have some food. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about what we need to be paying attention to as we are getting ready to serve. So I hope you'll come and be a part of that. So let's pray together, then our worship team will come out. So God, I am so grateful that you sent Jesus to be the answer to the questions that we were asking We were asking a lot of questions about faith, about eternity, about purpose, and and you came along and you answered those questions. And Lord, we still ask questions about greatness, and we've been on a journey of discovering what greatness really means and how we can attain it through power or possession or pleasure. And then Jesus, you came along and said, you know what? Greatness is about serving. It's about serving other people. It's about going out of our way to answer the questions that they are asking. So Lord, what an incredible opportunity that we have as Christ followers and as the local church gathered together to serve. So I pray that you would help us, uh, those of us who, who claim to be Christ followers, those of us who call this our church home, to find a place where we can get active in giving back out of what you have given us. And Lord, I pray that you would help us every day 
as we go through our week, as we're here on Sunday, to answer the questions that people around us are asking, to answer their questions about belonging, answer their questions about eternity, answer their questions about how to enter a personal relationship with you. Lord, give us the boldness to do that, we pray. Thank you for entrusting us with the gospel. Thank you for empowering us with the Holy Spirit. Now, Lord, help us to be bold enough to step out and go and do what you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. All righty. Good morning, everyone. How are you today? Okay, good. Well, good morning. My name is Chris. Welcome to Epic Church. Thank you very much for your enthusiasm. Even somebody was standing over here for me. I appreciate that. Anyway, I've got a couple of announcements for you, and then we'll continue with our service. First of all, if you're new with us here today or you're a guest, we'd love to get to know who you are. So we have a connection center set up around the curtain over here. If you get a chance, stop by on the way out. We'd love to tell you a little bit about who we are, and then we'd also like to know a little bit about you. Well, tonight is our volunteer kickoff event. Right here in this room at 6 p.m. tonight, we are going to honor all of our uh, volunteers. So if you're a volunteer or you serve in any capacity here, or you're thinking about volunteering or serving, or maybe you know somebody that's volunteering or serving, you getting the hint, like everybody's invited to this, like uh, come on over. Six o'clock tonight, right in this room, uh, is our event. So we're gonna have some fun, some food, some coffee, some snacks. All you need to do is show up. So hopefully we'll see you then. Now, we've got a couple of changes going on in our kids and student ministry. First of all, let me break this down for you. Our middle school and high school ministries have split. So our middle school, which is six, seven, and eight, is called Pipeline now. And that's going to take place during second service every Sunday. So 11 a.m. every Sunday, there's a gym behind. I guess uh, it'd be this way over here. It's a gym over here. So 6th, 7th, and 8th are going to attend where we encourage you to have your kids attend our pipeline services during our second service here. Now, high school, a little bit different. That's grades 9 through 12. They're going to meet on Sundays as well, but it's going to be from 4 to 5.30 p.m. over at Palm Coast Community Church. We commonly refer to it as PC3. It's right there on the corner of Palm Coast Parkway and Pine Lakes Parkway. If you have any questions about that, if you see Cody Anderson or Robin Anderson, uh, Cody leads our student ministry, grab him. uh, Grab me after service. I'll see if I can help you. If I can, I'll find somebody that can. Now, uh, the other thing is, is our early childhood, that's infant through pre-K, we've got some changes with that. As we expand, it's a good problem to have, but you're going to see some changes to the entrances and maybe where the kids' classrooms are. So next week, if you have a young child, be aware, pay attention to the signs, or grab one of the volunteers and say, hey, I can't find where my kid's supposed to be. We will gladly point you in that direction. So just be aware of that as you're coming in uh, next week. Now, every year we host a Financial Peace University. This is a nine-week small group environment, um, and and it's based on the principles of Christian financial expert Dave Ramsey. Uh, I've personally taken the course. It has made a difference in my life. I encourage you to do the same thing. Um, It could be the key to taking control of your finances through God's wisdom. I honestly mean that. It it did for me. So on August the 30th, after both of our services, we're going to have a preview of FPU, as we call it, right over in the teacher's lounge. So mark your calendars if that's something you're interested in attending. And one of the truths that we learn through FPU is that everything that we have, our families, uh, our belongings, our finances, it's all a gift from God. And God says that we should give a portion of those gifts back to him to impact our community. So if you want to partner with us financially here at Epic, there's two ways that you can do that. The first way is to utilize the giving boxes that are set up in the back of the seating sections, or you can visit our website, which is theepicchurch.com, and you can give securely online. Uh, Now, just a quick question. I didn't see him, but is Pat Farrell here today? 
Anybody see Pat? Okay. I uh, just want to touch base on this. Pat Farrell is, is a member here at Epic. has been coming for a while. Pat is on a waiting list for a heart transplant. He recently had a pump put in to uh, kind of help him out while he's waiting for the transplant. And uh, he's been feeling pretty good. There was actually a possibility that he was going to be here today. So I just wanted to recognize him if he was. But uh, just so you know, your prayers for him and his family are working. I ask that you continue to pray for Pat and his family as they go through this journey, as he's waiting for this transplant. Uh, if Pat, you're listening at home on the podcast, we love you. We hope you continue to heal. Amen. Thank you. Appreciate that. So uh, we've reached the end of our announcements, and uh, in a moment, I'm going to pray for our service, and then after that, I want you to kind of sit back, relax, you can experience Epic through a, a very different lens today. It's kind of a different type of service, so hopefully you enjoy it. So if you don't mind bowing your heads with me as we pray. So God, thank you for today and uh, all that you've given us. Uh, you know, after hearing about uh, the mission trips last week, it just reminds us of how fortunate and blessed we are, and I pray that we as a church would continue to strive uh, to impact the less fortunate <clears throat> and show them God's love. Lord, I thank you for Epic Church, its leaders, its volunteers, its attenders. Uh, I'm grateful to be part of such a loving community, and I pray your blessings upon us. God, I pray for the children in our church as uh, school starts up uh, in about a week or so, uh, that they'd be warriors for you, God, and be an example of your love and grace. And I pray for their protection. I pray that all their fears and anxiety that can all be given to you, and they would not only have a great learning experience, but have fun while they do it. So Lord, bless our service today as we take a look at how fulfilling it is to serve you. And God, I pray this in your powerful name. Amen.